On this Hashi, I discuss the U.S. 10-year hitting a new peak for 2023 and the future outlook for homebuyer demand. Today is Thursday, August the 3rd, 2023. I am Byron Lazine, and the Hot Sheet starts now. If you could, love it for you to hit the, the uh, thumbs up here as you jump into the hot sheet. Let me know which market you are tuning in live from here if you're on the live stream today. And we woke up this morning with a hot 10-year treasury yield. By the way, hot is the code to get 10% off of BAMX. I just had to answer to DM today. Hey, are you having a BAM bash at the Tom Ferry Summit this year? Yes, we are. And BAMX members absolutely get in. Uh, and if we have capacity after that, then we'll we'll get some more people. And over 300 people didn't get in last year. So make sure you're a BAMX member. Use the 10% off code HOT uh, so that you get, get your BAMX access. And then if you want to go to the Tom Ferry Summit, there's PR BAM SS code, which will get you 100 bucks off of that ticket. And we are doing the BAM Bash night one, August the 22nd. Uh, okay, 10-year treasury yield. Rises as investors digest the U.S. rating downgrade. Ten-year Treasury has officially hit the highest mark of the year. Okay, this is not good for capital coming into the mortgage market, and it certainly isn't going to be good for the 30-year fixed uh, read when we get it later today. Uh, We could potentially hit uh, our high for the year on the 30 30-year fixed later today. Here's a look at the 10-year. If we just go out year to date, you can see here that this mark of now 4180, kind of screaming out, this is uncharted territory for the year. Anything over 4.2 would probably bring us above the high mark for the 30-year fixed last year. Okay, so if we just look at last year's 30-year fixed rate, uh, this was the, the high mark here. Okay. If we, there we go. It was 737. That was set on October the 20th, 2022. 737. Yesterday, we, by the way, hit 7.13. So we're inching into that direction. But 737 on October 20th was the high mark last year when they started to raise interest rates. So if we go back one year, on the 10-year, uh, we hit on October the 20th, 4.232. We're getting dangerously close. We haven't been sitting up above 4.2 at all this year. We're knocking on the door right now. And last year, we only sat above 4.2 for really that late October, a little bit into November time frame. November, we actually touched over for a couple of days and that was it. We haven't had a sustained period of time where we've been at 4-2. So hopefully that's the case with what's going on right now. Hopefully we'll see, you know, if we do hit 4-2, hopefully it'll be a brief moment in time like, like we've seen here over the last year. We've we've kind of bounced between, you know, 3-2, three, 3-4 three, really is our low end to uh, you know, about three, eight, that's kind of been this average here over the last year that 
that range, but we have touched over four, and it looks like right now, um, as we sit over four, that we could get even over to that uh, to that four range. This will undoubtedly impact the thirty-year fixed today. Okay, what does this mean now for the future of home buyers? Actually, before I go to that, and for this will be for all BAMX members in your daily download for the hot sheet on BAMX. I've got a couple of slides. These are from Steve Harney shared these from Keeping Current Matters. Uh, these are great slides to just take a look at the 30-year and the 10-year, right? As this 10-year has bounced up this morning, up over four, getting dangerously close to 4.2. Uh, history tells us, the last 50 years tells us that uh, we're going to see a bounce in the 30-year. And we've been able to follow that trend all year. Uh, the average spread has been 1.72 over the last of the relationship between the 10-year and the 30-year. Here on the channel, we just posted yesterday a video with George Ratu, who is the chief economist at KCM, former chief economist at Realtor.com, where he explains the relationship between the 10-year and the 30-year. It's about a five-minute video. Check it out. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't done that already. Uh, and here's the spread between the 10-year and the 30-year right now, sitting at an average of 278. So the average over the last 50 years is 172. We're at an abnormal, abnormal uh, position here between the 10-year and the 30-year. So on the long term, we would expect this to tighten up closer to you know, the historical average, where we get closer to at least two, right, on the relationship between the 10-year and the 30. Um, doesn't appear to be happening anytime soon because of the fragility of the u.s economy um you know i spoke yesterday about the fitch rating i don't I, you know i said it on the hot sheet yesterday i wouldn't pay any attention to it i don't think it's a big deal i think these next couple days here we're going to have some reactions to it by the way jamie diamond uh from jp morgan said the same thing yesterday in the afternoon doesn't care about uh the fitch rating thinks it's silly you know they've they've rated things triple a that have gone bankrupt a week later so not not worried about that rating but there's going to be some reaction and when investors are looking long term on the u.s economy they're a little bearish that's just just the realities of of where we're at and that's going to you know widen this this gap the other thing um that that's keeping this uh, more of an abnormal gap was the bank fa uh, failures that happened earlier in this year and the still reality that there could be more coming in the future. Okay, the 2020 to 2023 average has been above normal as well at 2.12. So, so it's been some time here. It's been an extended period of time that we've been above, you know, three, you know, almost four years now. Uh, where we've been above the 50-year average of 1.72 on that spread. Those charts are available down below in your uh, daily download. If you're a BAMX, you know, down below you've got the the BAMX member sign up, 10% off using the code HOT. And then in your uh, BAMX portal, those will be attached to uh, today's daily downloads. Okay, what's this going to do for future buyer demand? We touched on this survey from Zillow a little bit. I want to go deeper. We touched on it a little bit, I think, on uh, what day did we do it? Monday? 
No, it was. Uh, it was. It was Tuesday. We touched on this when we were talking about the dream of of the five percent mortgage. Uh, we put an article on now bam.com covering the entire Zillow survey, so you can find that uh, intent to sell Zillow surveys. Uh, survey reveals how many homeowners are likely to move. Some interesting stats in here. If I'm a real estate professional, uh, I'd be thinking about these for subject lines on my email to my database. Okay, so we talked about on Tuesday that a homeowner locked into a 5.5% mortgage rate would be more likely to sell when rates fall below 6% and one locked into a rate of 4.5% or lower. But which lock-in rate marks the tipping point between homeowners inclined to stay put and those open to making the move in three years or less. So according to Zillow survey, mortgage holders who as of June uh, 2023 have a rate above 5% are almost twice as likely to consider selling within three years than those locked into rates below 5%. We know majority of people have a loan below 5%. In fact, nearly half, 47% of these homeowners have already put their homes on the market compared to 20% of those with rates lower than 5%. Mortgage holders uh, who reported rates higher than 5% are nearly twice as likely to have plans to sell their home than those with rates below 5 Okay, Now we know um, that we're, we're continuing to see a 30-year kind of run away from us and a you know, quarter three, quarter four, where we thought we'd start to see a decline. So there's still a lot of room for, you know, a lot of work to be done rather for this 30 year to come back to where we think or, or where the projections, you know, doesn't really matter what we think, but some of these big forecasters, you know, believe we could get under 6% on the 30 year by the end of the year, you know, mo snapshot moment in time here on August 3rd doesn't look like that's happening anytime soon and, and it would take a real turn of events for that to be the case come December 31st could certainly still happen. We've seen plenty of volatility in, in the markets. And so I would expect more to come and uh, hopefully it works out in, in the direction where we get the 30 year moving down. And I'll talk about what that means if it if the 30 year does move down. The biggest divide in homeowner intent to move sits between homeowners locked into rates of five to five 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 nine nine, uh, with those rates of four to four nine nine. Forty one percent of homeowners with rates at five to five nine nine intend to sell. Forty one percent of homeowners with a rate between five and six intend to sell, compared to only twenty six of those with the rates between four and four nine nine. That said, over the past four quarters, the inflection point has varied between four and five percent. Okay, so uh, Zillow puts a true inflection point between four and five percent. You can see this chart, and I've got it down below in the daily downloads as well. So it's already carved out nice and neat for you. Uh, quarter three of 2022, that inflection point was uh, down to at five percent. Now it's it's up at four percent. Quarter two of 2023. We've got it back to uh, five to five and nine percent, five point nine nine percent. Eighty percent of mortgage holders are locked into the rate below five percent. So that's where where I believe we got to get closer to five and a half to really unlock some of this inventory uh, because of how many people have sub five percent. Okay, mortgage holders here, uh, five percent or greater, thirty eight percent, and then below five percent, twenty one percent. 
planning on selling their home. Uh, that chart's down below for you as well as the inflection chart. Here's one that I think is a little more simple. The first two are Zillow. This one is uh, using Zillow sources, but it's a Bloomberg chart. I think this is a good one to put in front of somebody who's concerned about, you know, are there ever going to be homes coming on the market? Owners are starting to warm to the idea of putting their home on the market, okay? From quarter one of 2021 until today, there's never been a better feeling with homeowners that they're going to consider selling in the future. This could mean more inventory in 2024. They're warming up to the idea. It's the first time where over 20% of owners are warming up to the idea of putting their house on the market since quarter one, 2021. That's a big indicator for us right now. In fact, today on Bloomberg, uh, there's an article, uh, the U.S. housing drought is ending. Okay, there are growing signs that the supply of new and resale homes on the market will pick up in 2024, taking some of the steam out of prices. They, they reference here, the uh, NAHB Wells Fargo Sentiment Index, obviously for home builders feel, feeling better. The single family home per, uh, permits going up. And then obviously this survey here um, that we just showed where more homeowners are considering selling. So those are three data points that show us 2024 could have more inventory than 2023 has seen, which has been obviously really low. Okay, so that's a good sign for home buyers. Well, maybe I wait, and um, and maybe there'll be more options at a, at a lower price. Not so fast for home buyers. Okay, and this is where we really need to educate them. We talked about the projections earlier in the week, where AEI, Zillow are in the six and seven percent home price gains, respectively, for this year and for all of next year. So home prices likely only to continue to go up even if we do get more inventory. Some of the reasons why, some of the reasons why we should be educating our home buyers that this might be the reality and buying today is below the peak if you can find the right house. Uh, number one here from John Burns Research and Consulting, U.S. household formations are still running hot. Look at this, the highest uh, household formations in the last year since uh, since any point here going back to uh, 2000 and 2020, okay, in the last three years, we right now have the highest new households formed. That means there's going to be demand in those new household formations for housing next year. They might be looking for a house. So you might be adding some of this to some of this demand that we currently have, okay? well, well uh, above the 2013 to 2023 average. We're at 2.1 million households. The average of the past 10 years was 1.4 million. Okay, so not a double up, but a significant increase, almost a double up there on uh, on how U.S. household formations are still running hot. By the way, hot is the code to use to get 10% off of BAMX down below. Just reminding you there, it's the best uh, community in all of real estate, you want to get into that today. Okay, here's another reason why. If I'm if I'm talking to somebody about okay, well, can I buy lower or or can, or is it going to be a higher price next year? KCM chart um, that they shared with us: serious delinquencies on a decline. Percent of mortgage loans that are three monthly payments 
or more past due or in the process of foreclosure. Look at these numbers. They're in the tank. Uh, there's not serious uh, delinquencies happening right now. That is what spurred so many deals back during the real estate uh, bubble that we all remember in 2006 and 2007. Delinquencies not happening right now. Okay. So there's a lot of, a lot of these indicators we talk about the job market that we, you know, yesterday beat expectations by over 200,000 new jobs formed, right? Th these are all indicators that we can use uh, to help educate people on, you know, is it more likely or less likely that home prices will go up? What if some of these projections are right? And, um, you know, some of these things happen where, where the interest rate comes down and, and, it, and it creates potentially more listings. Well, what are those sellers going to do? They're going to be buyers. So it's going to only impact that competition that you already, you know, are frustrated with right now with the limited inventory. More homeowners, uh, again, plan to sell within the, the last, within the next three years compared to a year ago. So there are, there's still going to be a break in this market at some point people will sell and and if we have an economic issue that is unforeseen right now even more will sell i was having a uh, a conversation with with an agent last night at dinner where um he, he just couldn't wrap his mind around the fact that back in 2012 back in 2012 we were begging agents to just bring the one by you know the buyers that they have through the property we were begging for showings in 2012 2013 2014 markets change we're not going to see that anytime soon but there are more people thinking about selling in the future today than there was a year ago and for real estate professionals the question is are you talking to them are you engaging with them are you having conversations right now in Q3 of 2023 knowing they're not going to pay off till quarter four of 2024? That's what it's all about for real estate professionals because there's a whole bunch of education. We just went through a number of slides that are available in the daily download that can be used to help people understand that buying today is likely, if I want to buy in the next two years, next 12 months anyways, buying below the next real estate peak. But they've got to get comfortable with that. That's going to take time. There's going to be education. There's going to be a lot of conversations. The, the one and done, let, let's go uh, create a relationship, go buy a property the next day. That was 2020, 2021. Not the case anymore. It's going to be a longer term relationship for sure. So that survey, uh, again, is on nowbam.com. You can check it out. Just to recap, if you missed the uh, beginning of the stream here. We're at the highest 10-year uh, mark all year. It means we're likely to hit the highest 30-year fix. So, um, you know, some of the some of the future may look brighter, but the reality is uh, this, this is a grinded-out period, a grinded-out end of summer, August for real estate professionals as we have some volatility here on the 10-year and the 30-year, all right? Uh, if you're free for August, you want to join me at the Tom Ferry Summit, there's a code below, PRBAMSS, to get your ticket to the Tom Ferry Summit. We're going to have BAM Bash on August 22nd, the first night of the summit. If you're not a BAMX member, that's the best way to get into BAM Bash. You get 10% off of BAM 
X by using code HOT down below. Uh, I hope it's not too hot where you are. Where I am, the, the humidity left a few days ago here in Connecticut. But I hope either way you have a great day. Uh, be super productive on this Thursday. Three days into August. There's like, I don't know, three months and maybe a week left for real estate professionals to put numbers up for 2023. Keep that in mind as you head out there today and add value and educate your consumers. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. Until then, toodaloo.